Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah. It's Mr. Encore. Fantasy, sports, and politics. Crew. Yeah. Check. Fantasy, sports, and politics. Ain't no other talk show hot as this. Cover every sport and we get it all right. Log on the site, you can listen tonight. Talk about the game, who in first place. You can even call up, state your own case. Football, b-ball, soccer too. Log on, ain't nobody stopping you. It's fantasy, sports, and politics crew. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Fantasy, sports, and politics crew. Yeah. Fantasy Sports and Politics Crew. Uh, Fantasy Sports and Politics Crew. Yeah, lock on. Peace. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to a very nice evening on the East Coast. I am JT, a.k.a. The Master, and I'm joined by my esteemed co-host, my fellow Jersey guy, like I've always say, Double J, Jeff the Joker, and uh, two Jersey guys. We make up the uh, FSP crew show. And uh, welcome to uh, another edition of it. The number to call in is 347-637-3220. i say that again. is 347-637-3220 is a place to be if you want to talk to Jeff or me. We got a... A uh, heck of a show in store tonight. Um, the uh, Thursday night football game is about to kick off. And between the Green Bay, Green Bay Packers and the uh, Chicago Bears, the longest rivalry in professional football. And uh, But before we get to that... I want to talk on a really serious, a really serious note. And this has, it's, it's so many levels, I don't even know where to start from. But before I do that, I, I'm, I'm remiss in, in bringing in my co-host. What's up, Jeff? How you doing? Hey, Jerry, what's going on? You know, uh, you've probably seen the movie Saturday Night Fever, um, that one of the guys in uh, uh, Tony Manero's crew was called Double J. Double J, yes. Yeah. Let, let, yeah. Let me tell you, man. That's and my wife will tell you. I go back crazy when that movie goes on. Uh, I, I mean, I, it, it's one of my it's one of my favorite movies of all time. And, it's an excellent and, and movie, he, huh? It's an excellent movie. Yeah, man. And, and at the time, I can relate that to the time because I was um, a, a disco fever type of guy. So uh, I, I can I can relate to a, a lot of what these guys. Um, not being in Brooklyn and not being, you know, what they what they were, uh, but um, I can relate to that to that time period. Yeah, that was one of my absolutely one of my favorite uh, movies of, of all time. Anyway, Jeff, speaking of New York, speaking of New York, um, news came out today that 
I wouldn't say it's old news, but it's more news came out today about the kicker of the New York Giants, New York football Giants, admitting to doing some not-so-nice things to now his ex-wife. And uh, several players, especially Steve Smith, calling the double standard and all, all kinds of good stuff because he only got one game when it first was brought out. Um, and, uh, and the reason for, for what the NFL and the Giants were saying that the Giants had, I thought they, they I think they had as much evidence as they could, um, uh, uh come about for them to make a decision and and the um nfl and it's all this infinite wisdom which is mind-boggling said they didn't they weren't able to get all the information to make a supposedly a a, a better decision so they decided on a one game suspension or something like that and now because of this uh damning documents of his journal and other things that he admitted to to the police that got released that was even crazier than what was first thought of. Now he's not on the plane going to uh, overseas to play a game um, in London. But, and besides this, because I'm going I'm to give you a chance to talk. You being a Giants fan, we'll give it all the time you need, Jeff. Um, and besides this, and I don't know if for whatever reason this never came out, Eight months ago, or approximately that, eight, 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 yeah, eight months ago, um, I would say, eight, seven or eight months ago, in the Pro Bowl, that he, there was an incident in a hotel that he was inebriated, or drunk, I should say, um, and trying to get at his daughter, I mean, daughter, trying to get at his ex wife, um, I think wife at the time, or whatever. And um, he had to, the the NFL moved his wife, or ex-wife, to another hotel. Now, he had brought them down there, whole family, to enjoy the life of a Pro Bowl uh, family. But he acted up, and they had to um, move him to a... Uh, uh, his family to another site because of the way he acted. If the NFL knew about this, I don't know if they tried to brush it under the rug or, or whatever, but that's, in my opinion, um, bring the red flag. And then it, it comes about after the fact, um, after that incident, that he had um, committed some domestic violence leading up to what ha- happened as of today. And the NFL only gave him one game. And I can understand players, other players, being upset because of their other fe- fellow teammates. I mean, not teammates. Yeah, teammates or um, play- fellow players getting treated differently. Now, I- I've, been, I've been ranting on here for about – Ten minutes, five, ten minutes. Jeff, I'm giving you a chance to talk all you want because this piece of, you know what? Yeah. Uh, I think got a free ride 
and, and it shouldn't happen. Talk to me. I mean, it just goes to show you how – this is like – I've been reading up on this. This is some big, long, complicated mess. And, uh, you know, Roger Goodell, his problem – and you know I don't like the guy. And it's not just a personal thing. I don't like what he does. I, I don't think uh, he doesn't act like an intelligent leader. I think he tries to pander to simpletons who say, well, it's a thug league. They've got to get rid of these thugs, you know. So, But the fact is – they don't have power of subpoena, so they could not get the information, and mm-hmm. that that they are not, they don't share. Most law enforcement agencies, the one involved with this, uh, King County, I think it was in uh, Washington State, they they don't share information for ongoing investigation. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not a lawyer, but I know they got double jeopardy, so I don't know if there's a way around it. But maybe they could have held off on suspending him for one game until they got all the facts. Right. You know what I'm saying? And this mm-hmm. way, then they could have come down with the six-game suspension. But I'm a little disappointed with the Giants, and I'm not a yep. simpleton. You know, the, yep. the the NFL, it's you know, let's just say it's approximately 1,600 men in their 20s and 30s. You're mm-hmm. going to have a few bad apples. You're going to have some arrests, most of which are misdemeanors, and. You know, you know what? I mean, you look at Ray Rice, and you know, I, I had opinions about him because he's from this area. Um, he's mm-hmm. not far. Uh, he's from uh, New York State, New Rochelle, um, and it's a shame. I, 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 and he went to Rutgers, so he's got a lot of connections in this area. And I never heard a bad thing about the guy. You know, right. it's a real shame. I think it's right. an example of a good guy doing a bad thing, and I right. think it was one bad moment. And with Josh right. Brown. He was like stalking his ex-wife. The guy's a damn psycho. And I'd like yep. to pull him aside and say, like, hey, you think you're tough? There's probably 50 guys in, in your locker room who could kick your behind, you know? Yep. Um, yep. Now, he did claim that, you know, in some of these documents, I guess that, you know, he went to counseling and this is what got exposed. He claimed that he was molested as a kid. And I, I don't want to make light of that. But, you know, that for guys in prison – they love saying that because they know they'll get some pity if they say stuff like that. So who knows? He could be lying about that. Um, so, you know, uh, yeah, but, you know, this goes, I mean, the Giants are, and this is a cliche, you know, they're known as a class organization, whatever. But a long time ago, and, and there were some people in the Giants organization then who were still there, they, uh, they signed Christian Peter to a contract, and I was not cool with that. And he was probably the only guy on the Giants who I didn't root for. You know, all the guys who've come and gone. And I remember thinking to myself at the time with Christian Peter, um, you know, if I had that kind of record like he had, I couldn't get a job there selling hot dogs, you know. Right, but, right. You know, because he's a big defensive lineman. They signed him to a contract. But, you know, I'll give him credit. At least he stayed out of trouble when he was on the team. But believe me. He had a real rap sheet, and we're not talking, you know, weed and shoplifting. We're talking real serious type stuff. And, right. And, and, I, you know, I remember reading an interview with him in the local newspaper, and, you know, and, and I didn't know a lot about it. And you know what? You know how, like, sometimes you just get the feeling of something reeks of BS, and this was it, because mm-hmm. it's that old, you know, the, the criminal song and dance. They, You know, they got a different – excuse for every day of the week and it's always somebody else's fault you know it's always a story it's always you know 
Because, you know, if you go to prison, you know, nobody ever did it. They're all innocent, you know, and they always have some story, you know, they're great storytellers, you know. Um, And, uh, you know, uh, and the fact is, I mean, if, if, and this is horrible, I mean, if this guy was a key member of your team, I could see maybe giving him the benefit of the doubt. He's just a kicker. Right. Uh, And, I, I mean, I don't even remember him going to the Pro Bowl. You know, uh, if he did, it was probably because uh, other guys canceled out. Oh, and getting back to Saturday Night Fever, um, I, I could kind of relate to that movie a little. I mean, because when that movie came out, and you know, I was, was a young dude, and uh, in uh, the the blue collar New York suburbs. I mean, I was in Jersey, but it's the New mm-hmm. York suburbs in mm-hmm. uh, an ethnic, you know, mostly Caucasian neighborhood. But sure. the, and I, I could relate to a lot of things about that movie, but the one thing I couldn't was the disco, because <laughs> you know it, it was. I mean, I like rock. I mean, I like some other yeah. stuff, you know, but right. you know, right. mostly rock. Mm-hmm. And back then, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the, you know the, the the kids I knew, the older kids I knew, my you know my older sister, you know her friends, cousins, whatever neighbors, you know, were very influential. And, right. you know, you see these T-shirts, disco sucks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, it, it didn't even have to be disco. If it was something a little bit funky, people were like, ah, oh, that's disco, that sucks. You know, and and they used to say, like, disco is for gay guys and black folks. And let me tell you, those weren't <laughs> the words they used. You know what I'm oh, saying? wow. Wow. I'm telling you. Really? There was, really? Because a, a lot of the anti-disco sentiment was... Mm-hmm was sometimes, you know, like sometimes if you thought your music is not your music, you know, but, you right. know, it, it, a lot of it was racist and or homophobic, you know, right. mm-hmm. and, yep. but you, you know, what's cool about that movie, it came out when disco was still big because yep. they did a movie about the village people it came out a couple of years too late. By then, disco had come and gone, you know? Right. So, right. if you're going to. But that was, you know, that wasn't just about disco. I mean, first of all, also, it was like the the, the Bee Gees were like the Cadillac of disco groups, you know? They were a yeah. real group. Yeah. You yeah. know, when they first started, people used to mention, compare them to the Beatles. They were a real group that, you know, kind of went funky, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, the music was real good. And, like, people used to say, you know, that. You know, you know, B, you know, BG's disco stunk, but believe me, compared to some of the dance music that came out years later, it was like Beethoven, you know, because <laughs> they, they were a good group, you know. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's only one left. Barry's the only one. The other two, uh, the the twins, uh, the fraternal twins, uh, Morris and Robin, both passed away, uh, mm-hmm. and, and they had another brother who also passed away, uh, Andy yes. Gibb. So. Yeah, he and, he had a, he had a serious drug problem. Yeah, real serious. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, but but yeah, you know, I I, I could kind of relate to that a lot. A lot of things in the movie, but not but not but not the the, the disco. You know, it mm-hmm. was because I'm telling you, man, there was there was a a lot of disco backlash, a lot of anti-disco sentiment. You oh, know? Yeah. oh yeah, um, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. So, uh, but for for a, a couple years, disco was huge, and then it was like. The thing is, it kind of influenced rock groups. So, like, you know, like the Stones, you know, they had 
an album that was a little funky. So we're like, oh, it's disco. Or Rod Stewart, he had a song that was funky, and I was like, ah, oh, it's disco, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, uh, but that's you know. Uh, another one, another yeah. one bites the dust. It reminds me of that well, too. Well, right, and it's rock radio. I mean, I grew yep. up on New York rock radio, and mm-hmm. they they would not play another one bites the dust, and it was like a yeah. huge hit, you know, on the pop mm-hmm. charts. But I and they these were stations that played Queen, but I guess it was it was too funky for them, you yep. know. Yeah. Um, and because because I I never heard that song. And, you know, it was like other kids were, you know, like digging that song, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, oh, well, I thought, you know, I thought Queen was rock. What's up? You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's get back to this because I, I, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the rookie mother, I mean, it was courted and she was, uh, uh, I wouldn't say showcased, but they uh, took the NFL and the Giants took a liking to her. I'm talking about Eli Apple's mother, um, yep. and Annie Apple. Uh, she wasn't too happy of what took place with uh, um, uh, Roger Gattel and and how the Giants handled this. Uh, In the wake of Giants owners, Jonathan Maris rather tone-deaf comments about Josh Brown's situation. She went on a bit of a Twitter rant, and rightfully so. Now, I didn't notice about her, but this is one of her tweets. As a domestic violence survivor, reading these Merrick comments makes me sad and angry and completely baffled. He just doesn't get it. This is sad. The the tweet came after Mara's appearance on WFAN to explain the decision to leave their kicker home from the London trip after reports emerged of his admission of physical and emotional abuse of his then, then wife. He's admitted to us He's abused his wife in the past, but I, what I think is a little unclear is the extent of that. And uh, uh, thank you. And uh, Mara said in August that he had done their due diligence before resigning the free agent kicker this offseason. But the team admitted they didn't know about the most information about the most in- recent information until it was reported last night. Now, this last paragraph, I'm, and this came from a pro football talk um um, article. Apparently, the abuse they knew about fell within the threshold allowed for a kicker, because knowing and signing him away, and it, did we mention he's a kicker, sends a horrible signal for a franchise often cited as one which operates in a first-class manner. And their first-round pick's mother picked up on that hypocrisy and isn't pleased. I. I, I he, he he knew that he, he had committed some abuse, uh, and apparently it it. I guess there's a level of abuse, and apparently it wasn't enough for the Giants not to uh, not to sign this guy. Uh, I I don't get it, Jeff. I, I don't do not get it. Uh, and apparently the organization, because they knew about this and decided to sign him anyway. Um, I don't know. They took his word for it. I, 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 I'm baffled. Talk to me. Yeah, same here. You know, I, I just don't get it. And you know, I, 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 this is bigger than football. But I hate to bring it up. You know, this isn't your star quarterback. This isn't your star running back. Kicker. Just the kicker. Yeah. And you know, you didn't draft the guy. He's been with the team a few years. Whoop de do. You know. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. 
it wasn't like he was in the middle of a contract. They signed him to to a contract. I I, I don't yep. get it. I mean, you want to stand by your guys, but you want to stand by the right guys. You know, right, um, right. And, you know, I I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't understand the Maras. I don't understand uh, and the Tishes. Uh, I I don't understand uh, Goodell. Um, I, I I don't get it. Uh, but you know, you know did, this, did, oh, excuse, did Steve Smith? I mean, I, I read some stuff about this, but did he bring up the topic of race? He may have. He may have. Yeah, because he may have said a double standard. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it, it did cross my mind. You know, the fact that you know that there haven't been a lot of these incidents, but I mean, in recent since I guess this policy, this might be the first time it's a white player. Um, you know, the thing is, you would say there's a built-in bias because, let's say, I don't know what, seventy percent of the uh, NFL players are black. So, yep. Yep. Um, so, you know, probably, you know, let's say, you know, uh, guys busted for abuse, it's going to be a similar percentage. Um, but, you know, you before the, you know, the uh, the conduct code, hey, uh, Ben Roethlisberger got in trouble twice. And, you know, there's, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I, I don't even, well, Christian Peter, but that happened before he played in the NFL. But, you know, uh, with, you want to talk about history. I mean, with um, Josh Brown, besides the, you know, the stalking of uh, his, his former wife, he, you know, he had an incident all the way back in college, you know. Um, he got a slap on the wrist for that, you know. Uh, you know, so what did it take to threat a jail to finally make him uh, show some contrition? But I'll tell you that, that Greg Hardy guy, that guy's another he, – he's a piece of poop because uh, he, he, he couldn't even fake showing remorse. You know, and you know what? I don't think he got banned from the league, but he was such a jerk in Dallas. Nobody wants him. And, oh, well, serves him right. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, uh, I'm reading this. Uh, oh, shit, I just had it. Damn it. Steve Smith threatens to injure Josh Brown. Um, and uh, he uh, apparently he's really uh, real pissed about this. Uh, I'm trying to get the article up. And I'm just keep spinning here. Let me see if I can get it back up again. Now, another thing I don't get, and you know, you know, the giant players are in a bad spot because he's a teammate, even though he's you know just a kicker, he's still a teammate. That he supposedly, I think, was like the leader of their Bible group. I don't know if that happened yes. before yes. or after. I don't know how that fits in. You know, maybe he found religion afterwards. But uh, you know, uh, I wonder how that fits in. You know, and, and you know, the NFL is a very when it comes to religion. The NFL is a very strange place. I mean, you know, how many jobs do you have a prayer before and, you know, stuff like that? Because most jobs, you know, you don't pray at work. You know, I heard once in a while down south, mm-hmm. maybe some companies. I mean, I've never experienced it. But, uh, you know, and it's common. NFL teams, you know, they, they take a knee, they pray. Mm-hmm. It, 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 well, I guess, you know, because they're doing something that could be possibly dangerous. Um mm-hmm. You know, and it, they're, they're, I think, and, you know, in any team, you figure in a group of 50 guys, there's going to be some religious guys. So every mm-hmm. team has some kind of mm-hmm. official or unofficial religious group. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I remember they had a, a story once when the Giants, when uh, Michael Barrow was playing linebacker for the Giants, he was kind of like, 
the religious leader or the thing. But hey, you know, he wasn't in trouble or anything like that. That was his thing, and uh, you know, uh, uh, some of his teammates were into it, some weren't. And uh, you know, they had other guys, other you know, beliefs on the team. But supposedly they got along well. You know. Well, I got this article. It's a really, really short article, um, but it's, it's, it's directed straight to the point. Um, Steve Smith, and I didn't know this, Steve Smith's uh, mother is a survivor of domestic abuse. And if he had crossed paths with a giant kicker, Smith wouldn't treat such a serious issue so softly. This is what the article said. Um, Smith, who, who uh, if, if this is a quote from him, uh, from a tweet. You know what? If your ex-wife was my daughter, your ass would be on IR. What a shame NFL acts like it cares. Um, now, he's got a, he, Steve Smith got a, a fa- family foundation, Steve Smith's family foundation to help victims of domestic violence and had previously voiced his anger towards former Cowboys defender, defender Greg Hardy, who was suspended four games last season due to uh, alleged domestic abuse. Brown was suspended quite naturally for the Giants' first game this season, but did not receive the six-game penalty for domestic uh, violence. San Francisco's Torrey Smith also called out the league for its handling of the matter. Folks, don't care if, you, you, if your act of d- d- domestic violence wasn't caught on tape. They fake rage about everything else, though. So, and, and, and truth be told, Jeff... I've seen domestic violence. Trust me. When I was younger, I've seen domestic violence. So, and I've had to defend my mother against it. So, um, this 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 hits home. This is no joke to me. And uh, to to treat this like there's a different levels of domestic violence is an absolute um, uh, crime. Which it is it's a crime, but you know, and, and I think the powers that be in the NFL, as much as they talk that they get it, they don't get it. Plain and simple, they don't get it. And it, and for whatever reason, and I, I don't know uh, whether it's one reason or another, and I'm not bringing in a, any other um, um, reasons for him get just getting one game. And the excuses that the NFL is giving that they didn't have a, all the information, but he told them that that he had committed domestic violence, and well, it, they treated it like it was just a. Uh, I, I don't know how they they thought if he said he had uh, committed domestic violence on his wife or ex-wife, whatever it may be, then standard is six games, not one game. Oh, you didn't. It wasn't I, that bad. That well, I, one I guess game, it was based. It was based on what info they had at the time or something. But you know what? And this might not be popular. I mean, believe me, I, I hate domestic violence. Um, but I don't. As much as I hate it, though, I don't like the idea of the NFL setting themselves up like a court system because they're not. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't right? be comfortable with my employer. You know, uh, just taking whatever facts they could get, which they might not have access to, and penalizing me because that's not their job. You know, like, if I got in some trouble, 
you know, if you got in serious trouble, then it could affect you at your job. They could say, well, you were convicted of a certain type of crime. You, you know, you, you can't be trusted. You can't work here anymore. That's one thing. But, you know, you, 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 the, the, the court system isn't perfect, but it's a system. You know, mm-hmm. like the, the problem with the NFL trying to set themselves up like a court system is they don't have subpoena power. You know, so right. uh, and and obviously, you know, even with you know the new code of conduct and all this stuff, you know, did Goodell's a moron. I, I don't know how he became a lawyer. I mean, the, it, it's like they're making this crap up as they go along. You know, yep. and uh, my thing is, let the courts deal with it. You know, uh, and, and uh, you know, if teams if they get static over it, they'll cut guys, and if uh, guys are real a holes like Hardy, then uh, they'll they'll stay unsigned. You know, they're pariahs and. You know, uh, I don't feel the need for the NFL to act like a court system. I just, I, I, I'm not comfortable with that. I mean, of course, I, I hate the crimes, but I, I hate lack of due process, lack of transparency, lack of consistency. I, I hate it. You know, so yes, that, yeah. and you know, I mean, if that means that there might be some domestic abuse guys playing, I mean, I don't like it, but I, I don't like the NFL acting like a court because they're not a court. It's not, it's not, they don't have that type of system. It's not, it's not set up like that. And I'm not, I'm not comfortable with Goodell, you know, you know, setting himself up like a dictator. And, uh, you know, I'll tell you, his predecessor never looked foolish. And it's funny because probably because he's jealous, Goodell hates his guts. He hates Tagliabue because Tagliabue, very intelligent man, uh, very well educated, of course, and, and used it. And uh, he didn't make a lot of mistakes. He never looked foolish. And he never, right. you know, decided, oh, I'm going to become the disciplinarian and take on that role. And he, he never had moments like that because he was too smart to, 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 get, to get messed up like that, you know? All right. Let's move on to another guy that um, seems like he always stays in trouble. Um, and the Steelers, I don't know if you heard about this one. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers have um, um, filed their former complaint with the NFL and asked the league office to look into uh, in Dominic Sue intentionally kicking Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger in the fourth quarter. The report says Roethlisberger told teammates that Sue kicked him, and Steelers guard David DeCastro said the tape backed up his quarterback's claim. I don't know what Sue was thinking, DeCastro said. The conversation about Sue's play in history got Steelers guard Ramon Foster talking about Bengals linebacker Vontae Burfick, who's been involved in dirty plays against the Steelers in the past and was back in the headlines this week for two plays in last week's Bengals-Patriots game. Who he, and I think he went at the knees, Vontae Burfick, not to get off, off, off uh, um, subject here, but he did go after the knees of Martellus Bennett, and that's one of the reasons why Gronk got um, in the face of Bronte Burfick because of the dirty, dirty play that uh, – that one of the dirty plays that he had in that game. Um, Foster said the NFL is absolutely not in, doing enough to punish repeat offenders when it comes to player safety. Burfick has a known history, Foster said. The Bengals are going to say he's getting targeted because of his history, but he's getting new cases against him. What are uh, Roger Goodell and his staff saying about player safety? They're not saying anything about it. 
you have known repeat offender getting a $75,000 fine when he has a $20 million contract. That fine doesn't matter to him. You find Antonio Brown more for freaking dancing in the end zone than you do when you know for sure that he tried to do that. His history showed he tried to do that. It just just wasn't the instances in that game. Roger Goodell really needs to come off his high horse and do something about that. Foster said he would live with Sue's kick more than he would with, with, with plays Burfick has made over the last several seasons. Wednesday, Steelers running back D'Angelo Williams called Burfick a danger to the game. Burfick is trying to injure guys, Forster said. I still think his celebrations on the tackle with Le'Veon Bell last season shows he's trying to injure guys. He changed the whole complexion of that game. It's on film. They see it, but, but Goodell doesn't give a darn about that. He's more worried about the ratings dropping and the owners fattening his pockets. He knows that the, that type of attention brings more viewers for a Cincinnati game. What's your thoughts, Jeff? Well, you know, it just goes to show you the, the lack of consistency. And, you know, Roger Goodell is, is more worried about finding guys who don't wash their jocks, you know, um, mm-hmm. lack of consistency. Uh, you know, and I think there's a certain code among players and you don't step on guys, and there's certain other things you don't do. Uh, I remember a few years ago, uh, a lineman's helmet came off, and somebody stepped on him, and uh, uh, the guy who did it was fine. Was that Hainsworth? Um, I mean, you know, there's just certain things you don't do. I'll, I'll tell you, I mean, you know, even when the game was a little more physical, there still were certain things you don't do. I love watching these uh old Super Bowl highlights that the Giants Bills uh Super Bowl is at Super Bowl 25. Man, there's no way that game could be played now cuz the Giants were roughing up the Bills receivers. It was within the rules at the time, but that's one of those games you watch now and it's that that's a, it's a different style of ball. Uh mm-hmm. but uh they they did it well cuz you know even then, you know, you you could you know, you could uh, be physical with the receivers, but, you know, you couldn't be too physical. And uh, they uh, they did it just right in that game. But, uh, yeah, to- total lack of consistency. You know, I mean, it doesn't make sense. Perfect was getting – what did he get? You know, after multiple incidents, he gets a four-game suspension. And then for this nonsense, he you know, the recent nonsense, he gets a slap on the wrist. Uh, I don't get it, you know. I, I mean – Another thing, I mean, this is old news, but, like, I remember Michael Vick, you know, he did two years of federal time. I mean, that's no slap on the wrist. And then, of course, uh, they wanted to suspend him in addition to that. It's like, hey, the guy paid his dues. Leave him alone, you know? Exactly. Um, and that, that's what I didn't get. I mean, because, you know, that, that two years federal time is nothing to sneeze at. And then, you know, it delayed him from uh, joining the Eagles in the off season. And I was like, uh, you know, hey, let the guy, you know, get on with his life. You know, you're allowed, to, you know, you pay your dues and then you're allowed to get on with your life. And I was like, let him, I remember this vividly, let him, you know, join the team and you know, work out and be around his new teammates. And, and and that, I mean, whatever, he doesn't need to be suspended. I think he he did get some kind of suspension or something because, you know, Goodell has to do that for show, which... To me, it was unnecessary, you know? And believe me, right. 
I hated what Michael Vick did, but you know what? If I if I saw him walking down the street, maybe I'd walk the other way. I, I wouldn't say nothing because, like I said, he he paid his dues. And and my thing is like people were saying like he shouldn't be allowed to pl- play in the NFL. Like he owed a lot of money to a lot of people. So I was like, hey, let him get in the NFL so he could pay back some of the money he owes. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I remember my thoughts were when that whole thing went down with his his three buddies. He was and I use that term loosely. He was supporting, and I thought if I was working with young people, I'd tell them this is what happens when you make and keep the wrong friends. And, yep. you know, these were the guys he grew up with. And if he would have, you know, dropped those guys, it would have been like, oh, he's a punk, he's a sellout, he's this, he's that. And he supported those three bums. And, of course, they they, they turned, turned on. on. Yeah. You know, I, I really thought one of those guys would take the rap, you know. Um, nope. <laughs> you know, uh, uh you know, you think if you're supporting a guy, and I think sometimes in those situations, uh, you know, you set him up with a good lawyer and whatever. Right. And mm-hmm. for certain people, like if you've already done time, it's not as big a deal. Like the most normal people doing time is a big deal. But right. if you've already done time and you're that kind of person, it's not as big a deal, you know. But uh, yeah, he got screwed by his crew. Yeah, uh, that's what you need when things when things go wrong like that. Then you know who, where your true friends are, and they just bailed on him, so they were just treating him as a gravy train. Now was quite obvious because um, I don't know if they did the time or not, or they did did less time. I think they did sure less because they yeah. they 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 turned first, so mm-hmm. that's why they mm-hmm. said Vic did more time because he was the fourth to uh, cooperate. You know. Yeah. All right. Um, this is another thing I've been wanting to, I don't know, not wanting to talk about, but that's been on um, people's mind in the NFL. What's wrong with AR, A Rod? Um, he hasn't been, for whatever reason, um, the prototypical All Pro Hall of Fame potential quarterback for the last. 15 games dating back last year. Brian Hoyer has better stats than Aaron Rodgers has this year. That's how bad he's been. Uh, and, you know, and you know how much I love Brian Hoyer. Um, I don't know if it's, if he's taking too many hits. Um, the defenses are keeping him in the pocket. The, the, the uh, ad lib plays aren't happening. Receivers aren't getting open. He isn't trusting what he sees in in, in front of him. Um, he maybe a, a, the the type of tight end he had, like in Jermichael Finley, he doesn't have that high end um, uh, tight end. Maybe the the offensive lineman, his Pro Bowl guard um, Josh Sitton, who um, who I guess in on that line is not there anymore. Uh, either that or the running game. Or you know he just he just got some personal issues um, that he's dealing with and um, that's affecting his play on the field. What's your thoughts? You know, uh, I think a lot of people thought it was going to be a bounce back year for him. Uh, you know, he, he lost a few pounds. Not that it was an issue, but sometimes guys they feel better if you know they lose a few pounds. I don't know. I mean, 
you know, his uh, I think in, uh, Nelson is his uh, top receiver. Uh, it doesn't look like he's quite back to where he was before his uh, serious knee injury. Cobb had a good game last week, but Cobb, he disappeared about halfway through last year. Um, you know, who knows? Maybe teams are starting to figure out the Packer uh, offense. Um, I'm not sure because, you know, for the past, uh, not quite 10 years, but when, you know, pretty much, though, as soon as Rodgers took over the starting job in uh, Green Bay, that, that offense, when they're on, and most of the time they're on, they are one of the best. And, and, and Rodgers, I mean, uh, you know, elite quarterback, obviously. But, you know, even, you know, great players do have, you know, down years or down times. It, it does happen, um, you know. Uh, you know, just a, a very interesting history for Rodgers, you know, the way he dropped in the draft and then he, you know, n- nobody ever thought the Packers would get him and then he ends up backing up Favre, you know, for three years. And then with the Favre drama, you know, Favre wanted to come back. But, you know, they were so tired of his nonsense. So. Well, and the, the, the thing I, is, I, this, this you know, Go ahead. I'm sorry, that, Jeff. Go ahead. That after, because I think they, he used to jerk them around every year about his retirement. But then, you know, he finally made the big announcement. And, you know, he got ticked off because I guess that summer he says, hey, I want to play again. And they were like, <laughs> well, screw you. Because they said... This was not publicized. I swear I heard this from a good source that about a month after his big retirement announcement, he told them, I want to come back. And it was all hush hush. And they were all ready to announce the press conference. And at the last minute, he said, no, 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 I changed my mind. And that's when they said, screw you at that point. We're sick and tired. Are you jerking us around like crazy? And, you know, at that point, you know, they, they knew Rogers could play. And it just the, he had improved himself, but they they knew, you know. So they you know they they could they couldn't be held hostage by this guy, and uh, you know just uh, Brett Favre, one of the all time drama kings. Yep. Well, uh, I got a oh I got a caller coming in, and it's uh, we got two minutes left in this show, Jeff. That uh, and uh, let me bring this caller in. I think it's Nas. I want to see what he has to say. Caller from the four zero four. I think we're talking about Nas. What's up, my man? Oh, not much, man. I, I got in late. I uh, saw you guys were on. Uh, just wanted to say, man, I'm sad I missed the show, but I'll check out the, the you know, the, the download and uh, mm-hmm. keep doing what y'all doing, man. That was all, man. I, I missed out tonight. Well, let me ask you something. Since I got you here, uh, we talked about Josh Brown for one, and we're just talking about Aaron Rodgers. You picked it. You picked the topic. And tell me what your thoughts about Aaron Rodgers and his and his, uh, his poor play up until this point, or about Josh Brown, the kicker from the Giants. Uh, I don't know what to say about Josh Brown. I've never seen a team try to protect a kicker. Like that's a weird thing <laughs> to hold on to somebody with some dirt on him. A kicker? Like I've never heard of it in that in that way. So I don't know if he really played up to Mara's sympathy and was able to kind of get by on that, and now they're getting more details and they're getting worried? Or if they read everything and knew all of this, you know, horrible stuff that he did and still let him go, but still let him stay, 
but yeah, that, that's kind of sick, man, that the NFL is still, you know, out here trying to do all this uh, PR about how they feel about women, but in practice they're showing what they really think about women. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, what, what's your thoughts about the poor play, A-Rod? What, 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 that he's, he doesn't seem like the same guy for some reason. What's your thoughts? Uh, the receivers aren't getting much separation. There's really not a lot of talent there. I think they need a fast uh, running back who's a burner. Uh, no more of this rough and rumble, you know, slow down stuff. And I'm sad, but I think McCarthy has to go. I think you need a new scheme. If Aaron has gone from great to good, okay, you can still work with that. But, look, Aaron Rodgers is proven. Like, I, I don't think this is like something where he just lost his ability to play. So I think things need to be, you know, tweaked a bit. Get a new scheme in there, uh, draft better, get better talent around them, and, you know, we'll see going forward. Okay. Well, Jeff, what, what, uh, what, uh, your, your closing comments here, because I'm about to, uh, to, to walk away from this uh, for, t- you know, for the today. I heard something, I think it was last week or the week before, and we didn't mention it on our show. Maybe it was mentioned on the Saturday show. I didn't mm-hmm. know that uh, Aaron Pryor passed away. Yes. Yes, he did. And, you know, I don't watch much boxing now, but growing up I did, and my dad was a fight fan, his dad was a fight fan, and uh, what a shame, because, you know, in an era where there were a lot of great fighters close to his weight and close to his weight, um, he, was, he was one of the best. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he, he wasn't a gold medalist, he uh, worked his way up the hard way. You know, because if, you know, you get the Olympic gold medal, it's a lot easier route to get a, a title shot. But, um, you know, he had a lot of problems outside of the ring and, uh, you know, uh, unfortunately no longer with us. All right. Well, we come to the end of the show. I appreciate you, Nas, for calling for, for the short time that you got here. Uh, people, tune in next week, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll be sitting here uh, holding it down and talking conversation on about sports and whatever else happens to come up. Um, I am JT, and you also have here um, Jeff the Joker. And uh, we make up the FSP Cruise Show. Catch us next week at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, see you then. Nothing can stop me, I'm all the way up With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.